0: it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice... Is your voice Cindy from Jacksonville? Good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. Uh, I'm back live, so you can stop. Uh, you can stop complaining. You can stop complaining about whatever it is that. Uh, hold on, wait. I'm hearing myself. I got to figure that out. Oh, let me let me figure out what I'm doing here. Uh, you can stop complaining about uh, playing reruns or best ofs or whatever it was that you were hearing. Oh, that's better. I didn't even even have to touch anything. It all got fixed. Uh, But anyway, this is going to be exciting. We have a very exciting week. Today especially is going to be awesome because we have at 9 p.m. a very special edition of The Bachelorette. Totally kidding. We, we have a very special edition of Donald Trump live from the White House as he makes his pick for uh, for the next Supreme Court Justice of the United States of America. And this is, I mean, I'll be, it, it was crazy. I, I was at the beach. I'm going to tell you, I went to South Carolina, and a lot of people say, why do you go to, why do you drive six hours to go to a beach when you have a beach like 20 minutes away? But you know, to me, unless you really leave, you know, the state or in my case, the listening area of the radio station, it's really not vacation. Like if I can hear the station I work for, then I'm really I feel like I'm still at home. So you get in the car, but also we you know we meet some relatives and things like that. But I was in South Carolina, which is uh, for those of you who don't know, is Trey Gowdy country. Finish it the hell up. Yeah, and man, I'll tell you what, it was it was, <laughs> it, was it was great to be in Trey Gowdy uh, Gowdy country with Donald Trump and the White House. We didn't talk politics at all. I hung out with my relatives. You know, we talked about everything else. We didn't talk politics. We didn't talk about the White House. We didn't talk about Trump or anything. But while I was at the tiki bar, which was often. I'd like to point out. I mean, I got. I was a regular at the tiki bar because those pina coladas, when it's hot outside and you're sitting on the beach and the wind is, they go fast. You know, they they don't. They're. I mean, and yeah, sixteen ounces of pina colada sounds like a lot of pina colada, but not so much. So, uh, so I was at the tiki bar a lot, and, and the closest I got to a political conversation was I overheard a couple of good uh, good old boys talking about Donald Trump and uh, how much how much they loved the guy. And, uh, and so I thought, you know, Hey, you like Trump? Yeah, I like Trump. Okay, good. Let's get another round. Two Bud Lights. And that was basically the closest I got to, uh, to any kind of political conversation, um, over the week. But I did, you know, I did kind of keep track of what was going on. It was July 4th week. So I know not a lot of work was getting done in Washington. I mean, even less than usual. Um, I do know that Donald Trump made the announcement that today at 9 PM, as we, as we mentioned before, he was going to say, here is my pick for the Supreme court. And I was reading Jamie's blogs and, uh you know, Jamie Dupree kept sending me emails. Even though I, you know, I clearly put the out of office reply. Like I knew he was getting my out of office reply, but he sent him anyway. And uh, and you know, he was telling me, hey, here's what's going on. uh, Here's what's happening. Here are the 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 top four, the final four, you would say as far as the uh, as far as the conservative justices that Donald Trump um, could be choosing to be his to be his Supreme Court nominees. And you know, I'm reading, and here's the thing about, about judges. Nobody really like the average American. Doesn't know anything about judges. Judge Jane people who do it for a living. I should probably know. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I only know what I read in Jamie's blog. And uh, and, you know, so I'm I'm reading about these judges. There's there's Thomas Hardiman, who I kind of remember from last time. But after he got passed over for Neil Gorsuch, I, I forgot all about him. Brett Kavanaugh had no clue who this guy was uh, until just recently. I do kind of remember Amy Coney Barrett. I kind of remember her because of the Catholic thing. And for those of you that don't remember, uh, she's very, very conservative and very, very Catholic. She's from Notre Dame. She's the University of Notre Dame law professor. And what happened was she got ripped apart by the Democrats because she was Catholic. Uh, they even made like they made like a whole ad about it. You know, ripping. I think I have it here. You refer to Orthodox Catholics. Do you consider yourself an Orthodox Catholic? The conclusion one
1: draws is that the dogma. Lives loudly.
0: That's Miss. That's Diane Feinstein. Liberal by the way.
1: Democrats attacking Amy Coney Barrett, a judicial nominee with sterling credentials and bipartisan support, just for being Catholic.
0: Yeah. So they're basically they attacked her because she's Catholic. And, and then I remember the president of Notre Dame, uh, the University of Notre Dame, who's a priest, came out and was just like lambasting people, saying this is ridiculous. She has great value. She's this and that. She's clearly qualified. She's a woman, you know. But uh, but I, I mean, they feel like she's a evangelical Christian. Now the good thing about her is she's 46 years old. She's 46 years old. So if she works on the bench till she's 80, like Anthony Kennedy did, that is carry the one plus four. That's 34 years. That's 34 years uh, that we could have a conservative justice on the court. So I really, you know, I, I really like her as a pick personally. And it's not just cause I'm Catholic. Like, you know, I'm, I'm Catholic. As well. I'm more Catholic than I think most people, less Catholic than of course, than of course she is. I mean, it was, you know, I, I my, my, my wife and my kids dragged me to church on vacation for the first time ever, because it's a sin apparently not to go. Even if you're at the beach, I didn't know that. I thought like, if you were at the beach, then you didn't have to go to church on Sunday, but evidently my kids, who who know more about the Catholic religion than I do, set me straight. And they were like, Daddy, we don't want you to go to hell. And I was like, look, kids, if I go to hell, it's not going to be because I skipped church. There's, there's like 120 other things on the list that I'm going to have to atone for. But uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. And then there's this Raymond Catholic. Uh, Who is, again, in the final. I don't know anything about him either. I've even read about him three times. Haven't retained any information. Know nothing about the guy. But I don't I think he's like the long shot anyway. I think it's probably I think Hardiman is is the uh, is the is the odds on favorite. Uh, But, you know, the the thing about about this pick, just like everything else that Donald Trump does is Donald Trump's the only one who knows. Donald Trump's the only one who knows who's going to be the next Supreme Court justice. Donald Trump's the only one that knows what name he's decided on, who the Senate's going to have to confirm, and who's going to be sitting on the bench in October. And rest assured, you can. You mean, there's going to be hubbub. There'll be probably a lot more hub than bub. But, you know, you're going to have all that stuff. You're going to have the angry battling. You're going to have the conservatives yelling or the uh, Democrats yelling and screaming probably as early as tonight. I was listening to Kill Me, and he said at nine o'clock Donald Trump's going to announce, and at nine o one every Democrat's going to say this is the worst choice ever, and he's right. That's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, but uh, you know, and you can't blame them. It's their job. It's their job to get some some lunatic on the court, and that's not going to happen. So they're it, you, when they know that it's hopeless, they just their job is to yell and scream and make everybody think that this Supreme Court nominee um, is the devil. But in the end, they're going to uh, they're going to they're going to nominate, it. they're going to uh, confirm this person. There's no way they can. You have a, a, a conservative majority still, um, you know, and, and, at least through the midterms. So by October, you're going to have nine justices on the uh, on the court, five of them fairly conservative. It will get done. Finish it the hell up. Yeah, they're going to get it. They, they Don't worry, Trey. It's gonna be, it's gonna be all good in the hood. Uh, well, something interesting though that, <laughs> that I, that I saw in the dredge bar. I was watching this video. There's this website and, uh, I, it's, it's, it's a very creative website. It steals from, uh, a lot of the late-night shows kind of things that they do. There's this one, I think it's, what's his name? Jimmy Kimmel does it called uh, Lie Witness News where he goes out and he basically makes up some news story and asks people about it. And these people go on and on, just random people on the street, just, oh, yeah, I heard about that, blah, blah, and here's my opinion. And it's some news story that never even happened. It's something that totally did not happen. It's, it's a lie. And these random passers by on the street... They just start talking about it as if it's real news because they don't want to look stupid. Ironically, they're, they're doing just that. Well, there's this uh, campus reform website, and they do a lot of that same stuff. They steal from the, the late-night talk shows, but they, they put a conservative slant on it. And a guy named Cabot Phillips, who's the media director, he went out at my old alma mater, NYU, and he asked students what they thought about Donald Trump's Supreme Court pick, even though he hasn't made it yet. And man, <laughs> these students were not happy with Donald Trump's pick, even though it hasn't even been made. I've got the audio from the video and I'm going to show that. I'm going to uh, play that here in just a minute. It's, it's very, very hilarious and also scary and also makes me not want to give any more money to my alma mater. Uh, 3401045 is the number. 3401045 is the number. I got the audio all queued up. We got to take a quick break. We'll play it for you next on the Mark K show on news 1045. W-O-K-V. This is the Mark K. Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you for joining me today. And it's it's Monday, which is exciting. Well, sad for some people, but exciting for uh, the rest of us who, you know, actually... Actually enjoy what we do. Uh We three four zero one zero four five. By the way, is the number three four zero one zero four five, and uh, you can get in. You can talk about whatever you want. I want to talk a little bit about, of course, the Supreme Court, which we're going to be talking a lot about probably this week. Um I imagine after Donald Trump especially makes his pick later today at nine p.m., you're going to have. I mean, every story is going to be about the pick and who it is. We're going to be going into their past, vetting them. They're going to every single piece of dirt that you could. I mean, the, the president already knows what's out there about these folks. Um, especially Hardiman, because he almost made it, you know, the full round anyway. But we're gonna we're gonna be talking about it for the next couple months, at least until um, the pick goes through. Uh, however, the uh, you know the Senate assures us that we will have nine Supreme Court justices when we return, or when they return rather, in October. Now, this is kind of funny. This Campus Reform website with um this guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cabot. Cabot Phillips. He went out and he asked students at NYU what they thought about Donald Trump's Supreme Court pick, which he hasn't even made yet. And, man, were they furious about it. What's your reaction to the the justice that he nominated today? I'm honestly
1: not surprised by his choice, but that's just worse for us. I just saw the pick, and I was like, like... It's almost at a point where you kind of expect that some, it's not going to be what you want.
0: Oh, she just saw. She's like, oh my god, I just saw the pick, and it's it's just totally not what I want. Pick this is before. I mean, the pick as it won't be made until 9 p.m. Uh, this was these were actual students at NYU being interviewed about the pick that Donald Trump supposedly made to replace Anthony Kennedy. He's quite, you know, extreme in his views, and I don't know if it would make the Supreme Court very even. I see it all over the news that like he's he's like uh, racist and. He sees it all over the news. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, oh, I've been watching it. It's all over the news. He's a racist. This new
1: like, nominee is very racist, and I think it's starting a new wave of something, something very negative. And I'm really scared about what happened in the future and what choices he'll make.
0: Okay, so these are students who did you hear that Donald Trump's making a Supreme Court pick. Pick hasn't been made yet. Somebody comes along and says, hey, what do you think about Donald Trump's Supreme Court pick? They're already calling him a racist. Oh, I just saw it on the news. He's so racist. It's. Our, but this is this. <laughs> this is why there's a problem with biased news because when people watch biased news, they get this ingrained, uh, you know, idea that no matter what Donald Trump does, it's going to be one way or the other. And so, what reaction have you seen on social media today after the news? Oh,
1: outrage as it should be.
0: Oh, outrage on social media. Not just have people seen it on the news, but now they've seen it on social media, and there is outrage, duh, as as it should be.
1: This is just reoccurring thing he keeps doing this with different positions and just doing whatever he wants abusing his power yeah. do, you, do you feel like his pick is an abuse of power
0: uh, basically yeah his entire cabinet and everyone he's chosen has been the white supremacist Legion of Doom the white supremacist Legion of Doom that doom that's everyone in the cabinet that he's chosen already and uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be you know it's gonna get even worse uh, with this new Supreme Court pick that hasn't been made yet these are real students by the way college students they go to school in New York City at NYU, one of the most difficult schools to get into. The median grade point average is like a 3.5. And I don't even know what the SAT scores are because they changed. I would have said 1,800, but they or sixteen hundred, but they changed the whole system like ten years ago, and I have I have no idea what it is. Uh, Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five, or you can leave me an open mic on the uh, on the on the uh, news one zero four five WOKV mobile app. We got to take a quick break, but we got some of your phone calls coming up next on News one zero four five WOKV. A new breed Love of talk. Talk, talk, talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning and thanks for calling the K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra, Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the K Show. Man, I'll tell you, <laughs> sorry, I was listening to more of these NYU students uh, who, were, who were being asked about Donald Trump's Supreme Court pick before he even made it. He's making it tonight at 9 p.m. Set your alarms 9 p.m. and I'm sure we'll be carrying it live right here on News 104.5 WOKV. Uh, but it, he's going to come out. He's going to give a little speech. He's going to say, "Here's my Supreme Court nominee," and then all of a sudden, all the Republicans are going to say, "A eh, great pick." We're going to do our best to uh, make it a swift process of uh, of uh, confirming him or her. And then, of course, all the uh, all the Democrats on the other side of the aisle will say, "We're going to do whatever we can, uh, do whatever is possible, to stop this nominee from um, from being confirmed." So that's kind of where we are. Uh, today but you'd rest assured there shouldn't be any problems uh you know even if even if it's it's this woman the uh, the most conservative of all the Supreme Court picks um the the uh, Catholic woman what is her I always I forget her name uh her name is Amy Coney Barrett um, You know, all these justices on the list to all these judges that Donald Trump put on his list, they're all, you know, they're all fine. I mean, I, we don't really examine judges until they get the Supreme Court nomination. So that's when people really start to get crazy. But these NYU students, man, they're already crazy. They're already so annoyed with Donald Trump's pick. This guy Cabot uh was the name. Cabot you think I'd remember this kind of stuff. Uh, Phillips, who's the media director for a website called Campus Reform, he went out around New York City, he interviewed some of these students, and he said, hey, um, Anthony Kennedy retired, what do you think of Donald Trump's new pick? A pick that has not even been made, won't be made for, gosh, let's see, eight more hours. Is that right? Uh, sorry, ten more hours almost. Ten more hours until we find out who the pick is, but these students are already upset about
1: it. And the fact that he would put someone... Up there that is so racist and is not practicing the quality that we need to see it's again it's insulting and it's he's not gonna last i mean so i'm
0: not a fan of the pick
1: i'm really not
0: she's not a fan of the pick, <laughs> the, pick the, the pick that's gonna be made in the future she's not a fan of it he's so racist and it's really just not fair that donald trump would make a pick like that this is i'm mean, this is an actual these are actual students at a university one of the most, I think it's the biggest university, b- biggest private university, pardon me, in the United States of America. 3401045. Brooke is in St. Augustine. Brooke is online one. Brooke, uh, thank you so much for calling the Marquez Show. what do you want to say, Brooke?
1: Yeah, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for telling the truth, and thank you so much for keeping us informed. Um, you know, just listening to this radio station, uh, especially last year during the election, being an independent really helped me, um, you know, know the
0: truth about what's going on. Um, oh, shucks, for- it's the least we could do.
1: Yeah, uh, as far as when it comes to that uh, NYU, I have a family member that went to NYU. Thank goodness, like me, she likes to get the information before she runs around. Uh, but it, it just makes me afraid for my daughter who's about to go to college. Like, do I want to send her to these schools that are, you know, where she, you know what I mean? Because young minds are like sponges, and they're so influential, you know, and so. Yeah. It it just really bothers me that you know these liberals and democrats especially since last year they were saying oh well you got to accept the you know whatever the outcome of the election is and work with the president and stuff like that and I said and I'm now thinking and seeing everything that's going on I'm like so did that only apply to Hillary one? Right <laughs> you know, no yeah It's crazy <laughs> and being an independent and, you know I don't have any ties to any particular party I like to say that I vote for common sense
0: yeah. Well, good. <laughs> That's, you've got your work cut up for you. Most of the time so I'm trying to find it. Hey, thanks so much for the call, Brooke. We really appreciate it. And you bring up a great point about college in general. I mean, look, I went to NYU. I went to this exact school and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't recently. It was 20 years ago, it was 1992 I guess I was there and I remember getting into the dorm and they had some kind of mixer and it was the very first night I went to the this you know ice cream social or whatever they had and there's a whole bunch of people very different um you know very different lifestyles being represented very different backgrounds or different you know uh different heritages all that kind of stuff different thoughts and there was some poor like kid in the corner I just he was screaming at the top of his lungs there were like eight people circling him they were all screaming And this was the Bush years. This was the first Bush back in 1992. This was George, uh, you know, uh, uh, W or H.W. Bush. And they were screaming at this kid. So I walk over and I go, and I'm just trying to like figure out what's happening. And I realized this one kid is the only Republican (laughs) at the university at the time. And for some reason, this the subject of politics came up at this ice cream social. And he immediately like like, you know, vultures on a carcass. They just descended. But what they found out was that the carcass wasn't dead. You know, this raccoon on the side of the road still had some fight left. So uh, so they started this big um, they started this big debate. And after that, I I got to know the guy We became uh, we became very good friends. But you know, it it's one of those things where as soon as you go to college, it's that people they just want to debate, they just want to argue, they just want to take the extreme position even when it's about something that hasn't even happened yet, like Donald Trump's Supreme Court pick. I did speak to my dad a couple of days ago and I know he uh he was not a huge fan of the decision that he made. This guy <laughs> this guy spoke to his dad a few days ago. A few days ago, so it's not even just a day before the pick was made. It's several days. I talked to my father. My father's not happy either. The, it's all over the news. It's all over social media. I talked to my parents. My dad said this is horrible. Oh, and let me see if I can hold on. Hold yeah. What would be your message, President Trump, on what qualities you would want a Supreme Court justice to have? Um, Black, a a black woman. Okay, there you go. So that guy just wants a black woman on the Supreme Court. Um, Let's go to Mike in Nassau County. Mike, thank you so much for calling the Marquesa. What do you want to say, Mike? Mike, you still there? Oh, Mike brought, Mike had to go. he got some stuff to do, oh, but this is exactly, and you know, and you bring up a good point about college when you're sending your kid to college, and I was talking to uh one of my one of my it was either my in law one of my sister in law brother in law about sending kids to college in a few years, and you know one of the things that you're concerned about is. Not just what they're going to be learning, what you know, what teachers are there, what professors are going to be molding their minds and information, but the other people that they're going to be surrounded by, because their peers are more often going to be the ones that are that that formulate their thoughts and opinions and have the most influence and pressure them. I mean, peer pressure—it's a real thing. And if you're sending your kid to a school like NYU, or really, I mean, it doesn't even have to be NYU; it can be any school, it can be any college. These days, you're going to have more of that liberal slant. And these people who think that Donald Trump, A, has already made his Supreme Court pick and B, think that it's racist and horrible and C, think that it's over, you know, just the worst thing that ever happened. These same people who don't even know, who claim to see it in the news and read on social media, these same people are going to be the ones that are influencing your child the most. Not you anymore. Because they're living and eating and sleeping and breathing and studying with these fools, Uh, but but them. So you need to be you need to be really sure that you teach your kids what to do, how to think for themselves, where to get information. You know how not to be stupid when somebody approaches you on the street and asks you a question. You know, make sure you get all the information, and and then you know hope to God. I'm going to be honest with you. The more and more I think about it, the less and less I want to send my kids to college. I'd rather them just, you know, stay home and 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 you, you create an app and sell it to like Facebook for 30 billion dollars and we could all just go to the beach. 8 340 uh, 1045 is the number 340 1045. Got to take another quick break. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls, open mic, messages coming up. This is the Mark K show on News 1045 WOKV. What's your reaction to the, the the justice that he nominated today
1: not surprised by his choice but that's just worse for us i just saw the pick and i was like like it's almost at a point where you kind of expect that some it's not going to be what you want he's quite
0: you know extreme in his views and i don't know if it would make the supreme court very even i see it all over the news that like he's he's like uh, racist. And this guy sees it all over the news this new pick that Donald Trump made to replace Anthony Kennedy on the Supreme Court. She sees it all over social media. There's so much outrage. She sees it on the news. People are just are You know, they're not surprised, but they're just totally offended by this racist judge that Donald Trump has chosen to put on the Supreme Court. By the way, the pick will be made today at 9 p.m. three four 1045. let Let's go to Bill, who's uh, checking in from Mandarin. Bill, thank you so much for calling the Marquis show. How are you, sir? What do you want to say? I'm great, Mark. How are you doing today, buddy? uh, This is hilarious listening to these kids. And well, it's actually sad. It's really not funny that they're so indoctrinated by the left wing principles that they're just spoon fed every day in, in colleges. That's one of the reasons that I'd like to raise the voting age back up to 21 or maybe even 25. (laughs) <laughs> because you really they they really don't even get their heads on straight until they've spent a few years in the real world. So that's yeah. my comment. That's a, you know what? And that's the it, the damn twenty sixth amendment, man. That's the that's one of the biggest problems we've had with this country. The twenty sixth amendment, by the way, was uh it was like nineteen seventy one. It was and it was it was the what raised or pardon me, lowered the voting age from twenty one, which it was, uh, down to eighteen. And the reason was and this is what I never understood. The reason was everyone was all mad because they were saying thanks for your appreciated. Uh everyone was all mad they're sending kids off to war. They're sending them off to Korea. They're sending them off to Vietnam. There's all this conscription. World War Two, you know, 18 years old, uh, it was Roosevelt who said, all right, we need 18-year-olds to fight. So we're going to lower the age of conscription now. If you're 18 and old, you have to register for selection service, and we're going to send your butt to war. And so eventually, everyone was like, well, look, if they're old enough to fight for the country and die for the country, then they should be old enough to vote. And so there was this huge public outcry about the voting age, and let's lower the voting age. And of course, the Democrats loved the idea, because all the people that didn't want to go out and fight were going to vote, lower the voting age, and vote for people that weren't going to uh, you know, get into wars. All the uh, All the Democrats knew that these young college students who were anti-Vietnam and anti-Nixon and anti- Everybody else, they knew that they would get a whole new block of voters, which they did. I mean, Watergate also helped with that as well. But that's a whole That's a whole discussion uh, for another day. So they so they had this this amendment ratified by all the states, and it, it it passed in 1971 to lower the voting age to to 18. Because if you're old enough to fight, you're old enough to vote. Here's what I never thought: Why didn't anybody? And I probably you know, I was this was before my time, but why didn't anybody say, hey? Look, instead of lowering the voting age from 21 to 18, why don't we just raise the conscription age to 21? You know, why don't we just – instead of saying, hey, uh, when you're 18, we can draft you and send your butt to war, why don't we just raise that back up to 21, and then you don't have to worry about it. Then when you're 18, you can't vote or go to war. You can just sit at home and watch the news and maybe learn a thing or two (laughs) before you actually get it. You know, that's just – I feel like just not a lot of questions were asked. So now what you have is you have a bunch of college students who go away to college, and as Bill just said, they haven't experienced the real world. They haven't uh, worked yet. They haven't gotten jobs. They haven't paid taxes. They haven't done anything at all, and they're out there. And they are making decisions for our country based on their feelings, which, I'm going to be honest with you, is the worst way to decide how a country should be governed. It's with feelings. I mean, you should really, when you're looking at the governance of a country or, I mean, cause again, you can, you can really relate it to any kind of corporate entity, any kind of, any kind of small business or, or any kind of, you know, corporate act. You got a budget, you got money, you got things you got to do, you got people you got to appease, and you've got to make sure that the thing can operate. And that had, there's no room for emotion in anything like that. But here you have all these emotional 18-year-olds who, who go to to, go the, to the polls, and they have no real-world experience whatsoever. And it's, it, it, they don't even know what's going on in the news, as evidenced by this clip from Campus Reform, where you have these college students talking about a pick that doesn't even exist.
1: This new like nominee is very racist, and I think it's starting a new wave of something... Something very negative, and I'm really scared about what will happen in the future and my choices he'll make.
0: She's scared about the choices that he'll make, and he is a figment of this guy's imagination. There's nobody, no Supreme Court justice has been nominated to take uh, the place of Anthony Kennedy. Yet here she is saying, he's racist, and I'm scared. I'm scared for my future and what it's going to mean for me and the and the decisions this guy is going to make we don't even know that it's going to be a guy but for some reason in new york city I don't know. Maybe the time zones are different. Maybe they're nine hours ahead of us. Uh, and I didn't know it. And maybe they've already know who Donald Trump's going to pick tonight at 9 p.m. So anyway, that's, that's that. That's, I just thought I'd share that clip with you. I didn't mean to go on about it for an hour, but that's how these things go. <laughs> you know, that's, that's exactly what happens tonight, 9 p.m. We will find out from Donald Trump himself as he makes the announcement, who is going to be replacing Anthony Kennedy on the court. It will most likely be a conservative justice i mean everyone on that list is whether it's going to be an uber conservative justice or a somewhat conservative justice remains to be seen whether it's a man whether it's a woman we do know this uh you know barring any kind of craziness this person will be the next supreme court justice of the united states of america god bless the usa all right i'll be back tomorrow oh we're gonna have so much to talk about tomorrow we're going to have so much to talk about. I'm so excited. I can't, I'm not going to sleep a wing tonight. Stay tuned. News is next, followed by Rush Limbaugh on News 104.5 WOKV.